Did you ever make out with him while your friends were in the car? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. what the f***? <laughs> and they yeah. just sat there, like, just waiting? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast. Today is a very special day, which is why I'm wearing this special hat. If you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, you can tell I'm wearing um, a propeller hat. (laughs) Today's a special day because it's my birthday. And this hat is a very fitting celebratory hat because it's actually not really a birthday hat and it's actually not really my birthday. Uh, The day that we're filming this, not my birthday. The day that you're watching, November 17th, Venmo me. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But do something nice for yourself or someone else today um, in my honor. (laughs) Brandon, our very own Brandon Klein, who is going to be back today doing a guided meditation at the for the round of applause brought this uh birthday celebratory hat for me so I'm really grateful for that and actually all of the producers in the back are wearing matching hats <laughs> oh man i actually don't love birthdays because uh there's just so much pressure for them to be like sparkly and fun and full of presents and love and high expectations can make things fall flat and I think the the real crux of my uh, disdain is a strong word, but we'll use it for birthdays is the fact that I'm bitter that no one has ever thrown me a surprise party. And every year I'm like, you think maybe that? No. And it never the year hasn't come yet. But I will say something about these matching hats is is itching that scratch just a little bit scratching that itch. Oh, God, that's a hole I could fall down. Um. All right, let's propel into our first segment. <laughs> You've got mail. I was at this talent show at my camp. The whole entire camp was there and all of us was a lot of people. I was just sitting, watching the acts, and then I felt an extremely big urge to masturbate. I tried and tried to ignore it, but I simply could not. I was sitting on the floor because only the back of the room got chairs. I couldn't hump a chair. (laughs) I would hope not. I decided to take my phone, put it on vibrate, and use it as a vibrator. All of a sudden, the talent show was over, but I didn't realize. The urge was not gone, and I was very pleasured. My eyes were closed, and I could only focus on me masturbating. My cabin was soon the last ones in the building waiting for me. A counselor thought something was wrong, so she picked me up only to see a wet floor and a vibrating phone. I never went back to that camp. I have so many questions. What do you mean she picked you up? You were so lost in your own masturbation that you didn't even see her. Like she literally, how old were you? A wet floor? I'm just sort of wondering scientifically, uh, medically, how that's possible. Because, like, I get pretty wet. Um, (laughs) I used to be so upset with my parents for not watching my content. But I see now that there's a silver lining. Uh, Cuts me some slack. Anyway, so I get pretty wet. (laughs) But uh, a wet floor. I actually think what you did was... Uh, an act of respect for those performing 
you were so taken back by the talent on that stage that you couldn't help but to want to come to it, you know? It's like the ultimate form of, the second ultimate form of flattery. The first one is um, imitation, right? The second one's masturbation. (laughs) Hi, I have a really strange secret and decided I should share it here. So I just recently lost my grandma and it was the most horrible experience of my life. I was always super close with her and she was the most amazing person to be around. But when they published her obituary, I started looking through other people's obituaries from the same funeral home to see who she would be in the morgue with and will literally stalk their family, like look everyone up on Facebook and Instagram to see if they posted anything about their dead loved one. It's become a habit and I've been looking at random dead people's families for days now and just keep going through entire family trees of people I don't know. What's wrong with me? Love your videos. I'm glad my videos are giving you something else to do with your time. This is peculiar. I'm not going to lie. But the last time someone in my family died, I got belligerently drunk and took my dislocated ass leg at the time out dancing into a strip club. So I would say I would it would have been much more beneficial to have just sat at my computer and learned a little bit about my community. Maybe not that valuable but definitely not so detrimental so next time someone dies i'll give this approach a shot thanks for sharing dear alex i saw your last video about the girl's dad finding her only fans and i couldn't help but finally decide to share my secret Okay, so this all started about three years ago. I had a close friend who was number one on Chatterbait and making a whole living. So I was like, Ayo, show me how to do that. And she did. So I tried to get into the camming, but I was honestly a bit too lazy to have to make my bed, clean my room, wax my legs, and kitty just to get off a bunch of dudes that honestly kind of creeped me out. So I made an OnlyFans instead, and that immediately started booming. A year passed and everything was cool until I came home for a holiday and my parents were just different. Like my dad was just quiet and looked kind of sad, but my mom was honestly acting normal. She's a bit of a psychopath. But I was there with my situationship of two years at the time who they knew and liked a lot. Like they liked him more than me sometimes. Uh But they sat us both down after a whole family dinner where my mom acted normal and my dad was obviously off. My mom called me by my OnlyFans name and said, blank, yeah, she needs to go. My mom continues to say she watched and observed every single video very closely to see how I was mistreating all the things she bought for me and kept berating me for being on heavy drugs in all 50 or so of the videos because she noticed how dilated my pupils were, which I had to explain to her naturally happens when you're intimate with someone you love. No, I wasn't on any drugs, and yes, I said intimate, as in the type of content on my OnlyFans range from solo masturbation videos to full sex tapes of me and my domestic partner. My dad said later off to the side not to worry, that he didn't watch them, and he's sorry he couldn't stop her from studying them. But he definitely cried a lot, and that was the part that made me feel just awful inside. But, so, yeah, hope you enjoyed my secret. My dad told me he would eventually tell me one day who snitched, but for now, I only know the alleged reason why, which is because they were 
worried about me, which I call BS, but whatevs. Love your vids and have been watching since I was in middle school. I'm 23. I feel like the only person anyone needs to be worried about in this situation is your mom. What compels a human being to sit through 50 plus videos of their child's pornographic content and study it? I mean, it's like unhinged behavior. Are you writing a paper? Get offline. Oh my God, this hurts. When that girl called in and told us that her dad found her OnlyFans. I, w- I really thought, like, this is top 10 worst things that could ever happen in your lifetime. Obviously, I'm worse, like, in terms of cringe. But you have risen in the rankings. So congratulations to you and your mom. You guys really both worked hard together for this win. Have you ever taken CBD and then were left wondering if it was even working? That probably means it wasn't. This is why Nextevo Naturals developed SmartSorb technology, which is clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil, because oil just doesn't mix with our water-based bodies. It also works faster, so when you're trying to sleep, you won't have to toss and turn wondering if it's working. I really like Next Evo Naturals Stress CBD Complex. It has definitely given me fast-acting relief after long, stressful days. Because of the SmartSorb technology, the CBD is able to be absorbed and get into your system in as little as 10 minutes. Unlike most CBD oil, which achieves between 2% and 10% absorption, which means more than 90% of what you think you're getting is actually wasted. Nexivo Naturals are scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD in a way that your body can actually use and fast, proven 29 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. Try Nexivo's Triple Action CBD Sleep, which helps you get more refreshing sleep naturally. First, they start with the fast-acting SmartSorb CBD to calm your mind, and then they add fast-acting melatonin to get you to sleep fast, plus a controlled-release melatonin so you sleep longer and wake refreshed. This is the only brand to combine these proprietary ingredients in one product, or try their delicious strawberry-flavored sleep support CBD complex gummies to help you fall asleep quickly. Get a better night's rest and a better day tomorrow with products from Nexevo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more, use promo code SECRETS at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com, promo code SECRETS. If there is a new skill you are hoping to learn or improve or a new endeavor you are embarking upon, check out Masterclass, where you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn how to cook from Gordon Ramsay, improve your vocal skills from Mariah Carey, or learn the art of negotiation from Chris Voss. With over 180 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. With lessons around 10 to 15 minutes in length, Masterclass makes learning something you can easily fit into your everyday life. And in addition to video lessons, Masterclass provides you with downloadable lesson recaps and supplemental materials. For example, cooking classes come with beautiful downloadable guides that are at the level of high-end cookbooks. I am currently taking mindfulness and meditation with John Kabat-Zinn, which has been so useful. I am definitely personally dedicated to reducing the unnecessary suffering of my own human experience. So I know the importance of mindfulness and meditation, but have so much more to learn about really dropping in relevant techniques, perspectives. Something that really stood out to me recently was he introduced the topic of selfing. 
the stories we tell ourselves around ourselves and our experiences about how much we're hurting, how much we feel stressed or hopeless or unlovable. And then he talks about catching yourself in those personal pronouns around your own emotional and physical pain, telling yourself stories about your own failure or catastrophes in your life, and then recognizing that you're in the process called selfing, generating narratives that are often not true, but always unhelpful, and then using mindfulness to rest in the awareness of what's happening and then not give it so much power. I really appreciated this because even though I I had a general sense that this was something I was doing, a useless pattern, now I have the wisdom of knowing exactly what it is and then a way to label it, which really helps to identify when it's happening and then choosing not to get lost in it. I highly recommend you check it out. This holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash Alex today. That's masterclass.com slash Alex, A-L-Y-X. Terms apply. Everyone in my swim team would piss in the pool and on the deck. I was a national level age group swimmer, which is essentially tweens and teens who are basically training to get on the American Olympic team. At one point, I was invited to train at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado, one of the coolest experiences in my life. I quit when I was 14 after detrimental health issues, but that's not the point. The point is that we were hella good young athletes that pissed everywhere. Mm-hmm. We all pissed in the pool. Between sets, you can't just get out to pee. Plus, We all were drinking a ton of Gatorade. During swim meets, before it was your heat to swim, a lot of people would wait behind the blocks and sit in towels and just pee where you were sitting. No one talked about it, but it was an open secret. It's not that noticeable because there's pools of water all over the deck, bleachers, sitting areas, etc. Plus, we were all so overhydrated that the pee was clear. I remember someone saying something once when we were training at the Olympic training center and everyone was like we don't talk about that but yeah everyone does anyway I'm using a fake name because I was good enough to be googleable (laughs) okay goals but yeah a lot of pro swimmers and pre-pro swimmers are nasty we were all so comfortable about our bodies to the point of piss Anyway, the body comfort was great, but once I entered back into reality, I constantly felt uncomfortable around fat people. Like, why are people like that? (laughs) But that was just entrained so hard into our minds since we were trained to think like that. Like, your bodies are peak perfection, feel absolute comfort around others like you, which goes back to the piss thing. Like, we were so better than everyone else that we could do anything, including peeing all over public areas. Final note. Fuck the athletic industry. They put weird ideas into kids' heads. This is insane. We've all peed in a pool maybe once. You know what I mean? You guys back there, once? Often, to be frank. (laughs) Often, to be frank. We've got an often, Uh, to be frank. More than once. More than once. (laughs) Probably say more than once. But to pee while sitting on like a bench or anywhere where you're not actually submerged in water is insane. This is also taking fat phobia to the next level. It's not only like a fit body is the ideal, but once you get a fit body, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's insane. And I'm a little jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was comfortable enough in my body to the point where I could pee anywhere without second thought. I also wish I was hydrated enough 
that if I did pee anywhere, nobody could even tell that I did it. But I'm chronically dehydrated because I don't drink enough water because I don't like having to get up to go to the bathroom every 20 minutes. That is literally probably the number one reasons I, reason I don't drink enough water. It's just because it's a hassle. So instead, I just get chronic headaches. <laughs> I have a foggy thinking, bad memory, probably more stress than I need to endure. So it would be cool if I could just pee wherever, whenever. Like, imagine during the show if I just... That would be awesome. I mean, it would be awful for everyone working here, but good for me, I feel like. There's probably a happy in between both of these lifestyles. It's just like drink water and go to the bathroom would be good. Um... Anyways, thank you for this submission for literally outing an entire community of athletes. <laughs> or you could be an adult baby and just wear a diaper everywhere you go. True. Or you could be an adult baby and wear a diaper everywhere you go. Also a good idea. <laughs> I have a thing for like stealing people's underwear. Like it's just funny to me. It started in middle school in the changing room. I would just like take underwear that's just lying around. So I have continued to take people's underwear. If I may be at the gym and people are like changing, I would take it. Or when I'm out with my family on like a long trip, I would take their underwear. I don't do anything weird with the underwear I take. I put it in other people's bags so that they can also be confused. Like, why do I have this random underwear in my bag? And it's funny to watch people search for their underwear. <laughs> I just want to clarify when you say I don't do anything weird with the underwear I take the very fact that you are taking the underwear is weird <laughs> also the secret's causing me anxiety because I'm just imagining all the people in, rela in monogamous relationships who are finding underwear in their bags or their partner's bags that they just simply can't identify the origin of like that this is a chaos inducing habit and i'm gonna need you to stop i destroyed an apartment with poop i went to a party at someone's apartment we were smushed like sardines and the party was definitely wild I looked great and was wearing a tiny leather skirt. This is important. I was drinking a lot and having a great time. So I decided to go to the bathroom and puke so I could drink more. I know, nasty. At this point, it was 1 a.m., so the party had gotten smaller, but there were still a good amount of people there. So I went to the bathroom, went on my knees, and made myself throw up. As I puked, I started uncontrollably diarrhea blasting all over the bath mat I was on. I was so drunk that when I looked down, I was spinning, and it was really hard to see exactly what I had done. I tried to wipe the copious amounts of poop off the bath mat, but all I did was get it on my arms. I, I don't even know. I tried my best to clean up and left the bathroom and continued partying. I ended up spending the night there with the host of the party. When I woke up the next morning in his king-size bed, I noticed there was poop all over his sheets. At the same time, I hear his roommate screaming that someone shit all over the floor in the bathroom, the walls, the toilet, the bath mat, etc. I channeled my inner actress and was absolutely appalled that someone could ever have done this. I suggested it to have been some guy and that he passed out in the host's bed during the party because no woman could have pooped this much. <laughs> okay, gender stereotypes actually coming in clutch for once. It's about time. 
Whoops. Anyways, years later, I saw the host of the party and asked if he remembered the poop night. Of course he did. And then he drunkenly... And then I drunkenly told him that it was me, since I thought no way he could have believed that it wasn't. Well, he had no idea, but now he does, and I gave him closure. You're welcome. Dude, this story is absolutely disgusting. And I feel like really the only takeaway is it's that this is a... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Let me use my propeller hat to think. Uh, a caution. This is a cautionary tale to drinking too much. So the next time you find yourself at a party and you want to go to the bathroom to throw up so that you can then drink more, I hope you think about this story and just don't. So this secret is really just gross, and I'm still embarrassed by it to this day. Okay, so, sophomore year of high school, I had a boyfriend, and we were at his house hanging out when we decided to make out and things got heated. He ended up going down on me, but also was fingering me as well. While he's fingering me, I start to feel like an enormous amount of what felt like water. I genuinely thought I pissed myself, but come to my surprise, it's much worse. I tell him to stop and I look down to see him kind of feeling his face and looking at his fingers. Also, just FYI, the room was pitch black besides the TV light that was in front of us. I start to get really confused now. So I turn on my phone light and face it towards him and there was blood all over his fingers and his mouth and in his fucking mouth. I start to fucking sob because what the fuck, bro? He gets up and he tells me, He keeps telling me to calm down and that he'll be right back and that everything is okay. And he goes to the bathroom and washes off. I then get up and go to the bathroom to clean myself off while he tells his mom a cover story saying I got my period. Is that really a cover story? Is that not what happened? (laughs) What? (laughs) While I'm in the bathroom wiping myself with toilet paper and, you know, pulling it in the fucking toilet, putting it in the fucking toilet. Well, when I go to flush the damn thing, it fucking clogs and overflows with blood and bloody toilet paper all over the floor. I run into his bedroom and at this point I'm half naked on the floor sobbing. He comes over and picks me up and takes me to the bed and just holds me and says, it's fine. Please stop crying. I really don't mind. I'll clean it. I'll clean it. Whatever. So eventually I stop crying and it's silent for a minute. And then he just fucking randomly blurts out, you're my little ketchup packet. (laughs) And now this night will forever be traumatizing for me, but is now a running joke in my family about being called a ketchup packet. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so cute. I love it. If I am ever bleeding on someone, the absolute only scenario I hope for is that they call me their little ketchup packet. I'm going to actually print out a little a picture of a little ketchup packet. And I'm going to put it on a mood board because that's the energy that I'm looking for. For today's Going Public, we are speaking with the following secret submitter. After watching the podcast's episode five, I was thinking to myself, what is my secret? Like, what secret can I think of that I have? And it jogged my memory that was buried so deep into my brain. 
I made out with an Uber driver for free rides. He would drive me wherever I wanted to go. I don't know if that's prostitution or something, but he would drive me wherever I wanted and pick me up whatever I wanted him to pick me up from. I was in second year university and broke, so this was very beneficial. LMAO. I have questions. Let's talk to them. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I have questions for you. Okay, great. I love your hat. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh the day this episode goes live is my birthday. So this is a celebratory birthday oh hat. Oh my gosh. Happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so you submitted a secret telling me that you would make out with an Uber driver for rides. Yeah, I, I did. I think that's incredible. <laughs> what a great money-saving tactic. But I have a few inquiries. Oh my gosh, yes. I would be concerned if you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how did you meet this Uber? How can anyone find their Uber driver who will be willing to exchange makeouts for a ride? Um, that's a great question. Um, he was my Uber driver okay. this one time. I was extremely intoxicated. Um, and I was just kind of like making Snapchats with him and I was like being a total goof. And then he just like grabbed me and we were like hugging while he was driving me to like a club. And then he just like grabbed me and kissed me. And I was like recording the whole time on Snapchat. And I was like, okay, this is kind of funny, but like kind of concerning. Um, there was, oh, it was bad. I got out of the car and I was like, okay, hey, it's fine. Like, I'll just forget about it. As I was leaving, he got out and he was like, please come here. Like, I want your number. Like, please come talk to me. Um, so I went over and talked to him and he was like, anytime you need a ride, like you send me a message. So when I left the club that night, I sent him a message <laughs> and he was like, you were like, pick me out. Yeah, Sorry, I was like, you want to drive me home? Um, yeah, he brought me to like a guy's house I was seeing. And he's like, if you just kiss me for like 10 seconds. <laughs> Oh, and he dropped me off. My, wait, <laughs> did he know that he was driving you to a guy's house that you were seeing? I'm assuming so because he like dropped me off at his house. Then he came and picked me up and then brought me back to like my original. And location. he didn't ask any questions? No. Also, wait. So, I mean, if we're being, I, I know it's all fun and laughs, but he kind of <laughs> assaulted you. Like you didn't approve yeah, of like, that kid I, and you were drunk. Yeah. And like my friends were like, are you like okay with this? I was just like, like, whatever, it's okay. Um, I think if I was in my right headspace, I definitely wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely, it was a lot. <laughs> okay, so then, but then when he picked you up again, he was like, give me a, give me a kiss and then we're, we're all be, yeah. we'll be good. Yeah, and I like thought I was being really smart about it. it. It really wasn't smart to begin with, but I was on FaceTime with my friend the whole time on my phone. So I was like, in case he like, brings me to kill me or something like she can hear everything the whole time but instead she just heard us like <laughs> oh that's even worse <laughs> yeah it was really bad do you yeah. still have that video i definitely probably do oh like, my in a way god yeah just, honestly were uh, we're not gonna show it because you're anonymous <laughs> on the podcast but if you could just email it to me i would love that oh my gosh no i could definitely find it and send it to you there's definitely multiple yes Okay, so yeah. then what? Like, you just continued to reach out to him for free rides? 
Yeah. And like, sometimes he would just pick me up. Well, and it like, wasn't even like, yeah, like it was sometimes he wouldn't even like want like a kiss, but he would just want to hang out with me for like five minutes for the whole ride. And just like, we didn't even talk or anything. Like he just wanted to listen to music. And like spend time with you. Yeah. It, he didn't want to spend. Happened, like, it only happened like a handful of times. Okay. But it was like, like it wasn't like longer. Like he didn't like push the limits except for like basically grabbing my face and kissing me that one time. Um, just that but, one little thing. Yeah. <laughs> so out of the handful of times that he gave you rides, how many of them, what did he ask for a kiss? Mm, probably like five or six. And he just asked. It wasn't like an agreement that you, that that's what was happening every time he was like, can you kiss me now? Yeah, but it was like almost like, you know, when you're just like that close to someone and they just are sitting there like looking at you, it's like, you're just already so close to me. I already kind of know, like, you just feel obligated. So I was like, okay. Were you sitting, <laughs> were you sitting in the passenger side or in the back? No, I would sit in the passenger Okay, you guys were buddies. Yeah, well, he thought we were buddies. <laughs> was he a good kisser? No. What made him a no. bad kisser? Uh, he's just, I don't think he really kissed much. Like, he would literally just, like, lick my lips. Ew. Yeah, so it was just kind of like, you know, he just sat there. Was and he... like, it's just saving me, like, $30, so it's kind of fun right now. <laughs> Just for the price of my integrity. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just wash my face after. <laughs> was he older? Probably not much older than me. Like, maybe in his mid-20s. Was he cute? Not my type. Okay. But he was bearable. Like, I could deal with it. He was bearable! Yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me more, like, what was he like? Did you get any intel um, on his personal life? Okay, well, he definitely was, like, he was quite shy. Until, like, I was kind of more out there. He kind of kind of would hop on to however I was. Okay. Um, he was very, very short. Um, he didn't speak very good English, but I'm not sure, like, what his accent was. Okay. You never um, asked? Where are you from? No. I was, like, kind of scared. I was okay. like, yeah, okay. And his name on Uber wasn't a name. Okay. It was just, like, a letter. I was okay. like, okay, maybe he has, like, a different name that's just like super long or something. So I just didn't want to have that conversation. Didn't want to get into it. Sure. Yeah. Because it would ask questions about me and I just don't want to go there. You're not trying to date and that just gives the wrong. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I understand. You were setting clear expectations of what was going on in the situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you, you said that he dropped you off at someone's house that you were seeing. Did you tell the person yeah. you were seeing that you were in this situation? I think I probably did. And well, what did they think? I just, I think he already thought I was kind of crazy. So he was kind of like, yeah, like she would probably do something like that. <laughs> like it was like, go figure. Um, but after like probably brought up once, I just probably didn't bring it up again. Okay. Like it was like, yeah, just you were like, don't you worry were about like, it. No. Well, you said months? How long? You said it was a handful of times, but how long did this go on for? It was like, I guess it'd be pretty sparse. Like, I wouldn't do it like every week or every weekend. Um, I probably would say it went on for like maybe two months, maybe max, max two months. How did you decide when to, instead of pay for an Uber, call this guy <laughs> and make out with him for a ride? When did I, when did I decide? Like, it, uh, what nights were you like, yeah, tonight's the night I, I'm going to do um, it, you know? It was when, like, you're right about to go out and it's like, oh, who wants to call an Uber? And everybody's like, 
well, I did it last week. And it's like, everybody's like, no one wants to pay. Wait, <laughs> so you like, would do guys. it with your friends? Yeah. And they would just be like in the back seat. And then wh- did you ever make out with him while your friends were in the car? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> and they yeah. just sat there like just waiting? <laughs> they would, they'd be like laughing and like jamming to music. Like they would just act like, like it wasn't happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. This but is like they also insane. thought it was like, they were like, oh, yeah, she would do that. It wasn't like, it was nothing good crazy yeah, to them. <laughs> When's the last time you saw this guy? Oh, my gosh. Mm, maybe three years ago. Three years yeah, ago. Three years or like, ago. why was it the last time you saw him when you saw him? Um, I was moving. I was actually at university um, when I met him. So like I was just using him while I was like away. <laughs> and then I ended up moving home because of COVID. It actually hit at the same time. Okay. And so then I was just like, okay, yeah, bye. He kept like ans- like messaging me being like, hey, hey. I just wouldn't respond. And he- I think he kind of got the hint. Aww. I-, I wonder how much money you saved in total. Oh my god, probably a lot. I mean, I don't know if you need to feel bad. He got what he wanted from the situation. True, true. That's like what I just keep telling myself, you know. <laughs> Does this burden you? Um, I think I just feel like I'm a very giving person. Like I will do anything that makes anybody happy. Mm. But it's like, why would I do that to myself? Mm. You know? Like, why do I have to give into that? <laughs> Well, I noticed earlier you said something about like, oh, you're sitting there and you're so close and you know what they want and you just want to give it to them. And I really related to that because when I was younger, at least that I had that mentality. It's like if someone wanted something from me, even if it was physical and I didn't want to do it, I was just like, I guess I'm supposed to. I don't know why we're programmed to think that way, but fuck that shit. No, (laughs) you just feel like obligated. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. No, let's set boundaries. Are you setting boundaries (laughs) nowadays? Yes, I have a boyfriend now. Excellent. Yes, he knows all about it. He approves of it. (laughs) He supports it. He supports the Uber driver? Relationship or the boundaries? Oh, okay. All good. Yeah, no, both. Both. Boundaries too. Yeah, it's good when boyfriends support boundaries. That's yes, I agree. The ideal. (laughs) Um, Is there anything about this whole trajectory of events that you think's worth sharing that I didn't ask about? Anything weird about him or a specific night? Oh, man, he was just weird. <laughs> like, you could tell that maybe he didn't, like, get some action. Like, typically, people wouldn't come up to him and just be like, ooh, I like you. So I think because I, like, was already, like, so close to him and comfortable, he was like, ooh, she might like me. Mm. Even though I was just really intoxicated. <laughs> um, so maybe just, like you said, boundaries. Even for myself, just not up to random people and be also out there when I'm, even though I'm intoxicated. I mean, I, yeah. it wasn't you though. It was him who set, who crossed the boundary and you were kind of drunk. So it's hard to, hard to even know what's going on when you're in that state. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> hope that man, A, is not kissing passengers willy-nilly anymore and B, has found someone that likes him because he clearly Me is too. a little bit lonely or was. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Our heart, our heart goes out to you. What's it? What's the letter? I think it was a G. Our heart goes out to you, G. Yes. <laughs> this Thank one's you. for you. 
Oh man. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. This was really Thank you so much absurd. for letting me talk to you about this. <laughs> yes. And happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And happy early birthday to you because it will eventually be yours. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> And now for quasi-confessions, where I reveal your secrets as my own two strangers on chat roulette. Let's go. <laughs> Repelling in. <laughs> hey. Hey. How are you? Really good. How are you? I'm well. Are you in studio? Am I in the studio? Yeah. No? What do you mean? I mean, your microphone looks... Oh, 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 well. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's my sister's. She has like a whole setup. I like to use it when she's not home. You're alone? What? Are you alone? I'm alone, yeah. Oh, how old are you? Are you alone? Yeah. I'm 19. How old are you? That's my age. You're 20. No, 22. You're 22? Okay, I'm not 19. I wanted to see if you'd believe me. Jesus. Okay, I guess I look 19. How old are you? I'm 26. Actually, today's my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. So, did you just become 26 or? No, I'm turning 27, but I, I'm going to blow out my cake tonight, and you know what I'm going to wish for? My dick. Oh, oh, wow. Actually, that wasn't on my list, but <laughs> I'll think about it. No, that <laughs> Is it worth putting on my list? I guess so. I guess so. You guess so? Do you think you have a nice dick? Maybe. Maybe. I, I think, yeah. Does it have any notable features? <laughs> yeah, it can fly. It can fly? Uh-huh. So can my hat. Yeah, got two doors. It's got two doors? <laughs> what? What, is uh -huh. that, what does that mean? Your dick has two doors. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Does that mean you have foreskin? What does that mean? <laughs> oh my gosh. Nah. <laughs> nah. Anyways, do you want to know what I'm going to actually wish for? Because it's not your dick. What? And I, it seems like I don't have to wish to get that. Um, <laughs> I would do anything to be rich. I just want to be rich. I'm going to wish for being rich. Do an OnlyFans then? What? Do an OnlyFans account. Do an OnlyFans account. That's a good idea. But would you pay? No. No. Well, why not? That's why I would lie. Look, I, I am, I'm always trying to make a quick buck though. So is there anything right now that you would pay me for? Because I'll do it. <laughs> no, I don't pay like for any sexual things. Okay. Who said it was sexual? You are really coming on strong. <laughs> do you need your... Like Carpets clean. Do you need something refurbished? You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. It's not about sex always. Like, is, is it, if it's OnlyFans, yeah, it's sex. Okay, but we're not on OnlyFans. We're on chat roulette. <laughs> Do you need your taxes filed? <laughs> your chimney sweeped? Yeah, I, I need an assistant. It's like, I need a secretary with great ass. You need a secretary with a great ass? Wow. Uh -huh. Jesus. I have so many problems with that, but we're just going to move forward. I'm over this guy. Yeah. Um, 
I have to go because I'm not that desperate for money. Bye. Brandon said he's over it. I'm gone. Yeah. I listen to Brandon. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Well, I'm not amazing. I'm a little sad because I got in a fight with my friend, and that's why I'm on here. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Yes. Are you serious? Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. glad to listen to you. So I'll be happy. My friend is mad at me because I destroyed her sweater. Mm-hmm. Because she got the same one that I had because she wanted uh-huh. to match. This was last week, and then I destroyed the sweater. So then she's mad at me. For destroying you her. destroyed your sweater or her? I destroyed her sweater because she bought it to match me and I didn't want that. Uh-huh. So I okay. cut it into pieces and then I set it on fire and then I put the ashes in the urn with her grandma. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's way too specific. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what happened. I mean, I really hope you're not joking. I, it's interesting because you would think that you would hope I'm joking, right? I mean, I believe you. Yeah. I, I mean, have I ever lied to you before? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you have no reason to think I'm lying. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. Okay, so what happened next? So she came home and I. She asked where her, she saw me in my sweater and was like, oh, let me get mine. And then I told her where it was. I said, check your grandma's urn. (laughs) And she looked in there and, you know, obviously there's like more volume in there. So she put the pieces together, not literally Mm -hmm. put the pieces together because it's like completely destroyed. So she can't put the pieces together and the, you know, it's like the sweater's ruined, but like mentally she put the pieces together and now we're fighting. Okay. And I just don't know what to do. I don't, like, how do, where do I go from here? Okay. If you're not joking, I really hope you're not joking. Okay. Again, it's like, you should think, I would think that you would hope I'm joking, but okay. I don't know. My intuitions are saying that. Okay, but, so, what I... What I understood was you don't like somebody to match your sweater. Exactly. I'm one of a kind. Yeah, you're special. Yes. <laughs> um, is she the type of person to do that all the time? Not all to the time. Drop- Sometimes she'll get the same nail color as me, but I can't burn her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Okay. I mean, I do might. Not- one day, if she keeps trying, but... No. Don't? Okay. Do not. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know what to... Say. I mean... To, to be honest, the same thing happened to me. The same exact I, thing happened to you? No, no, no. <laughs> not about the sweater, about jewelry and stuff like that. But I learned how not to give a fuck mm. about it. How do I not so give a fuck? I don't know. Okay, maybe you, you just think, said that you learned it, and then I said, "Well, how?" And you said, "You just said I don't know." Yeah. But, okay, forget about it. The thing is, think this way. You, maybe you should say like, "Oh, I I did this first. Yeah, she wants to look like me because I'm beautiful. Right. Like it's the she, first form of flattery. 
Yeah. Right. And she's like, maybe. I mean, not just her and literally everybody else. They and all want to be like, they're like Yeah. And maybe they're, they're like, oh, I want to be as beautiful as her. Maybe if we buy this sweatshirt yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, that makes maybe sense. Maybe I'll be beautiful. That makes sense. I should lean into it because I'm a trendsetter. Yeah. Think you know, that way. That's really good advice. Uh, you're right. I'm actually going to go and I'm going to buy her the sweater again. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, thank you so much. You're so lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I I mean, is this like a prank or something? Like, are you a streamer? Honestly, I got to tell you because I like you and you are like my intuition. And I, just, I, I always take the opportunity to let someone know their intuition's on point. You're right. I'm trolling you. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I, I knew know it. you knew I mean, it. I'm, you seem great. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, okay, I don't want to be like, okay, stop. You're obviously lying to me. I want to keep the flow going. Well, you handled uh, it beautifully. Thank you. And now I'm going to go thank troll so someone else. Thank you for your time. Oh my gosh, please do. Please. I will. <laughs> thank you. It was so hilarious. You're amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. No, you are. Stop it. Oh my God. Okay, I got to go. This is getting too real. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Have a nice Oh. <laughs> I liked her. Hi. <gasps> We've spoken before. You look familiar. Are you sure? Wow, clearly I'm not that memorable. Jesus. Or maybe I've just known you in a past life. I don't know. It's probably that one. Yeah. What's Where up? Are you from? I'm from California. Where are you from? California. Nice. I'm from Oregon. Oh, we're kind of close. Dude, kinda this is deja vu. I swear yeah, to God, we've talked before. This is my first time, like, in a long time. On chat roulette? Yeah. It's like I didn't talk to you, like, two weeks ago? Okay. No. I think you're lying, but I'll take it. What <laughs> do you do? You I like coming on here. It's fun. What do you do on here? What's your agenda? My agenda. Yeah. Um, I mean, to talk to people and then, you know, stuff has happened from that. Or like sexual stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Does it happen on Chowerlet or do you guys like exchange numbers? What's the deal? Usually it goes to like Snapchat or Skype. Classic Snapchat. It's yeah. a place to get naughty. Yeah. What about you? Um... Can I admit something? What? I don't really like getting sexual with people because I do something embarrassing when I orgasm. What is it? <laughs> I don't know why I do it. I just I I've done it since forever and I and it's embarrassing. Spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> when I orgasm, I moo. Like, what kind of move? <laughs> really? It's just like, it's just natural? It just comes out. Like, I watched a lot of farm animal movies growing up. I'm like, maybe that's why I love animals. But I don't, I don't know where it comes from. Hmm. Interesting. And I didn't even know that it wasn't normal until my first time with someone. And they were like, dude, what? They like, they laughed at me, which was really horrifying. I mean, if it's natural, then who cares? Really? 
Yeah. You wouldn't care if I mooed with you? I'll moo with you. Oh my God. You'll moo with me? Yeah. Whew, I think I'm feeling something in my chest. What? I don't know. I think it might be love. <laughs> wow. Love first like kind of maybe? I don't yeah. Know. Like in the way I saw you and I was like, I've met you before and you're willing to moo with me. Do you want to come visit? Love at first moo. California, yeah. You'd come visit me? Yeah, I mean, I like California. Will you make me moo? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll try. You'll try to make me moo? Yeah. Okay, yeah. What, like, what, what makes you come? Whoa, what makes Ooh. me come? <laughs> Out of nowhere. I'd say my favorite thing is rejecting you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't, like, what the fuck was I about to? No, okay, not, not going. I could have made a joke about, like, udders, but I didn't think of that in time. All right. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Look at us in our hats. I'm doing good. You have this whole setup, I guess. Of, I like, know. A, it looks good, right? Yeah. Do you have a PC, like, a gaming shit and stuff like that? My cousin does. I don't. But this is their setup. Okay, so do you do, like, videos or shit like that, or what? No, no, my cousin does. I don't. I just like using their stuff. I wish I did stuff like that, like my cousin does, and they're so rich. I would do anything to be rich. Are you rich? <laughs> There's some stuff that you just don't talk about on the web, you know? Like how rich you are? I like your smile, though. Oh. Okay. I'm. What are you diverting from? Because that's what I want to know. Um, well, is there anything I'm offering any and all services? Like, I'm always here to make a quick buck. So if there's anything you want to buy from me, I'm, what do you want? What, what do you have to offer me? Let's okay. see. Um, I can sew a button back on. I'm, I'm pretty you can good. can what? If a button has fallen off something, I can sew it back on. Um, okay. Okay. I might have some business for you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty good vacuumer. Um, okay. I'm, I don't have carpets in here, so okay. I might. Not I can be sweep. I can sweep. Um, I. Uh, I'm pretty Hold good. On, at I, are you trying to get rich by sweeping? Because if you're trying to get rich, it cannot depend on your. Human labor, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. So, so what should I offer if it's not my human labor? You gotta come up with an idea where you may start doing stuff yourself, but then you can have people do it for yourself. For instance, I have a trucking business, right? Okay. I started with one truck. You started driving with one myself, truck, driving yourself. Driving myself. Driving I have myself. eight units. Okay. And I have drivers. And then now you have drivers. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just well, yeah. myself. I could sweep and then hire sweepers. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. My yeah. house is a, it's, it's a little bit big, so it might be some good uh, Okay, for you. all right. You're flexing. I, I hear you. No, I'm not flexing. I'm just telling you, if you're trying to hire someone that you can earn some money without moving a finger, then that's a good idea and I can help you out with. Oh. But if you're trying to come here and sweep yourself and just earn a few, a, a few bucks and not do anything No, no, else, no. I want, I want the other one. I want the other one. <laughs> More okay. money, more okay. money, less work. Okay, and then I can just go to my neighbors and tell them, hey, 
I have this girl with this company, you know, they sweep real bad, they leave everything dirty. Wait, so. why, why would you say that? No, it, it wasn't supposed to be that way. What? I'm no, confused. I sweep good. Uh, I'm playing around with you. I'm trying to start a business here. You're really stressing me out. So, <laughs> you, do you went to school? Yeah, I went to school. What do you did? Um, I did a lot of stuff in school. My favorite teacher was Miss Tillsbury. No, I'm talking about and she I'm taught talking art about, class. I'm talking about college. Oh no. Are you planning to go to college? No. Okay, and that's fine. You don't gotta go to college. I'm a dropout, actually. Okay, cool. So you don't have to go to college to be rich. As a matter of fact, most people that go to college end up not being rich. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, if you see business professors in college, do you think they own a business? No, failure. <laughs> right. Um, so, you just got to come up with an idea and hustle. Like, it has to be your 24-7 thing. It cannot be just a matter thing of just eight hours a day. You got to have your mind okay, and your Okay, do you see this hat that I'm wearing? Yeah. Are you? What are you trying to be? A human helicopter? Exactly. What about that? That's an idea. That's an that's an idea. It's not bad. Where are you from? Okay, Is here's there a the lot idea. Of entertainment. Places? Yeah, no, I'm in California. So that's super entertainment. What are you waiting for? Well, I don't know. <laughs> what are you waiting for? I don't know because I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. It depends on where on Cali you are. Because I'm in Cali's Los Angeles, baby. You in LA? I'm what? in LA. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm not talk with you anymore. You gotta come up with something. Okay. Do what you if? Smoke? Yeah, I smoke. So you have to be a productive stoner. A productive stoner. Well, okay, this is my idea. So I sell <laughs> weed in these hats. It's like, get high. You know what I and mean? And you will, okay, you're going to fly high. Yeah. And then, okay. You know what I mean? Do you like that idea? I just came up with it. I just came up with it. I, I just I came up like with it. I don't like that idea you because don't like there's it. a lot of dispensaries in Cali. True. So you have to compete. True. With an illegal idea with legal stuff going on. You know what I mean? Don't get frustrated. <laughs> He's so supportive. You are so supportive. Why, how come you're so supportive? Are you like a mentor or something? Do you want to be my mentor? I'm a trauma survivor, so I try my best. Aw. I'm sorry. How old are you? 26. No, how old are you? <laughs> 28. Okay, well, do you want to be my mentor? I mean, if you're not going to make me waste my time, I might be. Uh, I'll prove myself to you. But how are you going to prove yourself to me? Um, well, I told you I can put buttons on really well. <laughs> okay. I'm good with a vacuum. I don't have carpets, but okay. And you're a good sweeper. In your mansion. <laughs> I don't have a mansion, though. I know. Well, you just said that you had a really big house and it felt like you were bragging is all. No, it's just a six-bedroom. It's a lot to sleep. Just a six-bedroom. And it's just you? What do you do with six bedrooms? I don't know. I think I'm going to rent it in like December because I feel like... So I'm, I've been alone for a long time, but I never feel alone. You know what I mean? But That's in beautiful. The, in the past few months, I started to feel alone. And that's, so I'm just trying to maybe like move to somewhere smaller and just rent this piece of shit out. At least I have a Roomba, so it does the work for me. So that was what I'm going to ask you. Like, oh. I have a robot that cleans for me. You know what I mean? So your robot can do the shit that I offer. Okay, great. <laughs> I thought you were saying that the Roomba's keeping you company, to be honest. 
But you meant it's cleaning. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. You don't you don't need my sweeping services. That's fine. That's fine. What you do for a living? On what, on a real on a real What mode. do I really do for a living? Remember earlier in this convo when you were like, I can't tell you some stuff. I can't tell you. That's fine. It's good to keep some privacy. Oh, but try God. You just keep being awesome. <laughs> right. Like, you just... I set a boundary and you respected it? You have to have your boundaries. I know, but most men don't respect boundaries. Correction. A lot of A lot of men don't. No. Most people... People. Don't respect people. boundaries. People. You're right. Shouldn't make it a gender thing. But on chat you know, roulette, there's a lot of... Creepy. Yeah, you, you know how many followers I have on IG? Tell me. I have 25 followers. Oh, oh yeah. I, th I thought you were about to brag, but that was a, it's like still a brag, but in the reverse. Okay. What are you? Go on. <laughs> You're what? interesting, though. You're interesting. Why do you, so why is 25 followers a flex? You want to make it 26? Oh, I, used, I used to have an automotive repair shop, right? Okay. And it went like a little bit crazy. Oh, no. So in, in terms of like a lot of people paying attention to what I was doing on the page, not yeah. me. Oh, that's how you got the 25 followers. No, no. This is a personal page. I used to have like a repair shop page. Okay. And it got some, you know, people interested in when, what I was doing because I was building some sick cars. Like right. That's ra sick. Race cars. Um, and after that, I figured like I didn't want that more. Yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. to have my privacy. I don't want people to know what the fuck I'm doing, where I'm at, or anything totally. like that. Because, you know, energy is a real thing, and there's a lot of jealous everywhere. And it's not about money. I'm talking about vibes, about energy and shit like that. So people might be jealous that you're just either happy or shit. It might be a, right. a, something stupid, but I just, I like to keep it, you know, to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand, and I respect that. That's really cool. Um, but what is your Instagram? Can I follow you? Sure. <gasps> wow. I feel like that's... Marifa, let, Mar let me have your Instagram. I want to see your IG first. Okay. All right. It's A-Y-Y-D-U-B-S. Okay, I'm not interested anymore. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've been lying to me. Gay content. I'm trolling and, you. I'm trolling you. And you're probably recording me and doing a video that you're going to post. I might. Um, I might be. But I so won't show I, your face or anything. I don't really, like, hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. I think he's checking. <gasps> Wait, you just said you had 25 followers, but it says 26. 26. 26. That's it. I don't really... And are you disappointed in me now? What's going on? What's the status of our relationship? And if you see me like this, it means business, so... Okay, he just showed me a mean... photo of him in a, in a briefcase, and he said, if you see me like this, it means business. Yeah. If you see me <laughs> like this, it means business, and I'm out. Let, let... <laughs> No, he tried so hard to get that last word in. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Do you record this or do you have just this fancy microphone as a like, regular microphone? Just a fancy microphone. Okay, what's your name? My name's Alex. What's your name? Alex. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Alex. I'm Philip. What do you do for fun, Philip? 
uh, play Fortnite, going for the gym. Oh, that sounds really fun. How about you? Um, I like basketball. I like sucking toes. I like cooking. Sucking which, who, who toes? <laughs> Anybody's toes. When I was younger, you I would sneak into my parents' room and suck their toes, but I had to stop because one night I was sucking my dad's toe and I accidentally bit his nail and tore it completely off. But I still do it at sleepovers with friends. Oh my God. They are very true friends. Yeah, well, I mean, I think some people like it. Have you ever gotten your toes sucked? No, never. It's really warm. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice, okay. Yeah, I know because I've sucked my own. I'm flexible. Really? Can you prove it? Yeah, I can. I, I have shoes on right now, but you know what I mean? I'm flexible. Yes, I know. So. Wow. Yeah. Would you ever let me suck your toes? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Would you ever suck my toes? Probably no. Okay, well, this is just an uneven relationship, so it's over. I... Perfect. <laughs> that was a treat. Oh, my yes. God. That that second and last one was so good. Is that all we need? We're good. For today's round of applause... Brandon is here with us again, our studio engineer, but now associate producer for the podcast. Hi, Brandon. Hi. Everyone seemed to love the meditation you did, which I was very happy about because I loved it too. So we're going to do another one today. Brandon, you called me this morning. You know this. Brandon called me this morning and he asked me kind of what I wanted for the meditation. I felt like it was like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, which I, that's so fun. I said that surrender has been a subject that's been coming up a lot in my life. Just different changes happening that I feel um, a natural inclination to resist, but then, you know, understanding that I can't resist it and I have to surrender. And so I, I'm re-listening to the book, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, amazing author, check it out. Been listening to podcasts about surrendering and just like contemplating the subject of surrender. And I notice that it's the moment right before I surrender that's really difficult mm -hmm. when I have to accept that I have to surrender. But once I surrender, oh, it's like magic. And so that's the word I chose for today's meditation. And I'm excited to see what, you, uh, what you'll what you do with it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Just two quick responses. Yeah. Um, just conversation. One, meditation, it can be so choose your own adventure. At the end of the day, it's, you know, relating to your thoughts differently. But if you can put little sprinkles and seasonings, and depending on if it's a dessert or entree or whatever. But, you know, if you can put little things on it that uh, make it your own, it's beautiful. And there's right. no reason why we can't theme it. And um, yeah, maybe a dipping sauce. Yeah, you could do like a little uh, chipotle ranch with your meditation. I like a honey mustard. There actually is eating meditations we could do one day. What? But that's for another day. Okay. I didn't bring any any grub. Why did I say that word? That didn't sound. Yeah, like I didn't that, bring any grub. That wasn't cool to say. <laughs> it didn't make me feel good about myself, being frank. Um, but um, and then the second thing is, yeah, I used to actually think of like surrender as like disempowering like oh i'd be giving up all my free will but i think you're so right and that's so beautiful like knowing when to relinquish control and kind of just like let the world surprise you yes. and let like your natural instincts come up uh can be so beautiful right there's so much that we're unable to even control so the point of the uh, attempt to try to is really where we lose most of our power so i don't think that surrendering is uh like a powerless thing to do it's 
It's like taking your power back. Yeah, it's like taking your power to choose when to... Exert. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, And so what we can do in the Choose Your Own Adventure is incorporate surrender into the mantra. Okay. The mantra being the thing we repeat to ourselves. So let me know what you think of this one. But I'm thinking maybe something like breathing in, surrender, breathing out, control. Okay. Does that feel like it resonates? Yeah. Cool. Let's dive in. Okay. So just finding yourself a comfortable seat. I like to do feet on the ground. Alex does cross-legged. I close my eyes, but if you want to just gently stare at a spot on the ground, that's fine too. You just don't want to look around too much. And for the first few moments of this practice, you're just going to notice that you're breathing. This alone is enough in meditation. Redirecting the mind to the activity that's actually keeping you alive. Noticing your breath. And if anything interrupts you at any point, a thought, a sound, see if rather than resenting it for appearing, if you can just almost nod your head at it, let a soft smile come across your face and come right back to noticing that you're breathing. And in addition now to noticing that you're breathing, we're going to do a quick breathing exercise before we do the mantra. This is just a way to change the breath, to change the way we relate to our experience and the way we perceive the world. So this one's going to be in and out through the nose, if that's comfortable for you. A normal breath in, but when you go to breathe out through the nose, see if you can finish the exhale. It's so interesting. We usually don't actually let out all the air. We stop short. It's almost as if we're in a rush. So you're going to breathe in through the nose. Keep breathing out until you've let out all the air. And here's the really, really fascinating part. Pause for one second in between the end of the exhale and the start of the next inhale. Notice that moment of no breath, of nothingness. Then in through the nose, all the air out through the nose. One second pause. Perhaps repeat five or so of those at your own pace. Just one more of those in through the nose, all the air out, one second pause, and then you can come back to whatever breath happens naturally for you.
And now we're going to do a few rounds of that mantra, just repeating to yourself with each breath in, breathing in surrender, with each exhale out, breathing out control. Really just letting that sentiment guide your breath. And whenever you get distracted, just notice that you're thinking by calling it thinking and come right back to that mantra, letting that be your exercise for the next short while. Breathing in surrender, breathing out control. Just giving yourself one more really mindful round of that mantra. And once you finish that last word, you can let the mantra dissipate. As we move into the last kind of fun little, more experimental part of the meditation where we let visuals guide us. And for this one, we're going to imagine that the self like that kind of the consciousness, the thing that gives us the feeling that we have an I. We're going to imagine that that was actually in a tree. So really in, in usual terms, just imagining that you're a tree. Rooted in the ground. No need for any stimulation or movement. Maybe the gentle swaying in the breeze, but you're rooted in the ground. There's no need to go anywhere. For you, without my guidance, just imagine what it would be like for your consciousness to be within a tree. And whenever you're ready, which for us is going to be now, you can gently open your eyes and just reintegrate back into the space. I like that because I always feel like I have to be somewhere else or be doing something else. So the idea of being a tree, literally so deeply rooted in the ground that you can't move. Mm. Mm, I like it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. If you guys also enjoyed that, you can find Brandon on Wise Mind Gentle Soul on Instagram. And also it's wisemindgentlesoul.com, right? For yeah. online meditations, in-person meditations, and retreats. Yeah. Cool. And didn't you set something up for first-time new listeners? I don't know exactly. Yeah. 
you basically there there are um, are some online meditations like live sessions where we meditate and journal and talk with one another and there's like a month unlimited where you can give it a whirl for free and just see if the group and my guidance resonates with you. Check it out. Thank you again. Of course. Cool. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny because then you have to go back there and do your other job. We're not cutting any of this. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yes. Fly away with your propeller. Okay, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, you're only as sick as your secrets, so share them with me. Go to speakpipe.com slash revealingyoursecrets to leave a voicemail or fill out the anonymous submission form at the bottom of my show notes. Today's episode of Revealing Your Secrets is a production by Cast Media. I'm your host, Alex Weiss. My producers are Eddie Montalvo and Katie Kurtwright. My associate producer is Brandon Klein. My executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. My editor is Bobby Semmelsberger. My technical engineer is Dustin Park. And design and animations by Jeff Schweikart. I'll see you next time. <laughs>